Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Yo, I think I saw him on the BET Awards last night. Jack Harlow. Oh, Jack Harlow. He was getting it in. I didn't even know the uh-huh. BET Awards was last night. Come on, man. I didn't What's know. Wrong with you? I just didn't know. I was out busy tanning. Being, being one of them one percenters <laughs> eating oysters and stuff. Bro, you better get to your roots. You know everybody watched the BET Awards. I didn't. I just did. What's wrong know. with you, man? I didn't see it. Let's see how you are. Uh, Keyshawn. Busy. J. Will Zubin. It is presented by Progressive Insurance. And, of course, all of our guests, they join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Brian Custer in for Zubin. Here with Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams. Um, you know, we were talking about some football, man, in the last hour. And we were talking uh, mainly about the Cardinals GM, Steve Kime, and how he says – it is an incredible, valuable asset when you have a franchise quarterback still on their rookie contract uh, because you can build around that kind of quarterback and build a contending team when you have a low cap number for your QB. So it kind of got me thinking, you know, let's, let's talk about rookie QBs still on their contract and, you know, teams that you think maybe can do a little something. I think since we're in here in New York, let's start with Daniel Jones. In the Giants, uh, you know, obviously he's still on that rookie contract. What do you think about the Giants roster, and can they win a championship uh, with Daniel Jones? First of all, every single team's philosophies are different, okay. and every general manager's philosophies are different. Some believe to build through the draft. Some believe build through the draft and collect a bunch of free agents, and it just depends on where your cycle is. For many years, the New England Patriots basically built through the draft. Right. And then they may have a trade or two here or find a bargain player that they felt still had something in them. And they won how many championships? Yeah, a lot Six, of them. Yep. Seven? Yep. Seven? And went to nine? And then went spending you know? crazy this offseason. so then went spent crazy this offseason. And it had nothing to do with money. It just was that was their philosophy. When you think about Daniel Jones and all the pieces that he has around them now, there's no excuse for him other than his own ability. Saquon Barkley is, is back healthy, it seems. Uh, you, you got a plethora of skill position players. They've addressed the offensive line. They've addressed the defensive side of the ball. So can, the, can Daniel Jones lead the Giants to a Super Bowl opportunity on his rookie deal? Yes, he can. Does it have to happen before they pay him? No. No, they can pay him if they decide this year he's worthy of a contract extension after a fifth-year option or whatever, however they want to structure it and do it. I don't think that it's a stress to get one done before they address his contract because a lot of the pieces are already in play and in place. The, if you draft well, like a Saquon Barkley, you've got to address his contract issue. So you got two guys on the offensive side of the ball that deals are coming up here in the next 12 to 24 months that you've got to look at and say, is he our future? And Saquon Barkley, we already know what he is when he's healthy, and Daniel Jones. We think he's going to be good based on everything that they've done in the offseason to surround him with the toys that he needs. Then you go out and you pay him. 
okay, does that mean you're going to win a championship? No. And if you don't pay him, does that mean that you're not going to win a championship? No. So what Steve Kime is saying, in my opinion, is only trying to protect himself. He's, he's playing both sides. Because mm. if they fail and they're not successful, it's going to be because, well, you know, we're not successful. I didn't put the pieces around it. Then if you pay him and you fail, well, I couldn't sign anybody. Well, you shouldn't be trying to sign a whole bunch of veterans anyway. You should be building through the draft, much like basketball does for the most part. Core groups, the Golden State Warriors, they built through the draft. Then eventually they went and got Kevin Durant and Iguodala. But for the most part, that team was built through the draft. And when you look at the Phoenix Suns, they're basically building through the draft except Chris Paul, Dre, Dre. Jay, mm, mm, Dre, Dre, Kayshawn, well, Dre, Will, Dre, <laughs> and Dre, 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 Will, what you think, and, Dre, Will? And, and that's just the Giants aspect of it. But we got other teams that's out there. The Cleveland Browns, young quarterback. What are they going to do? The Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens been kicking down, kicking on the door for a couple years, and and they hadn't paid Lamar yet, but they still got those same players that was with Lamar when they were trying to kick down the door, still on the team. Yeah. And you're about to pay Lamar. But do you want to see what this guy is before you pay him? When you say, okay, now yes. he's got all the tools. Yes. Yes. Now let me see. Before I, I, I open up, pull up the Brinks truck and say, boop, boop, back it up. For who, though, Jay? Right, but, I mean, but, I mean Justin, Herbert, Justin Herbert has proved that he could put up big numbers, right? I know you're still waiting on Kyler Murray, right? Tua's got obviously a lot to find out this year with Tua. But, like, you know, just go back to your Giants example, Daniel Jones. I mean, look, obviously a lot will depend upon Saquon, Barkley, and the way he plays because of the dynamic he brings to the backfield, right? It could take a lot of pressure off of Jones. You already talked about the additions of Kenny Galladay, Kandarius Tony, But at the end of the day, it's going to be tough to point the finger if you don't have progress with the way Daniel Jones plays. You want to see that turnover rate continue to drop, and you want to see him start to elevate the players around him. If you don't get to that point, if you don't show me that burst or that you're moving in a direction that we think you can move, then that's time to move on for a lot of these players. Because now it comes time to like, do I just do I pay you the numbers that the market is going to warrant for marginal player? Or am I trying to build Super Bowl aspirations? And if I think you can help me get there, then great. If not, I'm trying to get somebody else younger to continue to build out what my roster looks like to find out if I can get that one. Well, if if, if he's a progress stopper, then that's a different conversation. If, if I'm a betting guy right now, as far as the Giants go, Daniel Jones has everything at his disposal. Literally I everything. I agree. It will be clear as day if he's not the guy based on everything around him. After this year. After this year. Yeah, because, yes. because Much now, like he, now he's got the tools. Two last, years ago. Last year he didn't have the tools. He didn't have he an offensive no, line. No, no. Two years ago, scratching the head about Josh Allen. Uh, is he? What, what is he? Then all of a sudden – in comes Stephon Diggs, in come Cole Beasley, yeah. defensive side of the ball is stronger. Now it's like, yeah, Josh Allen, one of the top five quarterbacks to ever put on a uniform. He that dude. You know, so now. <laughs> he that dude. Well, why are you laughing, Jay? <laughs> just because I know how you go to such an extreme. Because that's, that's what people, like, that's what because do. that's what you. they do. Not you. just fans. Some of your colleagues, not to mention certain names, but it turns out to be, oh, my God. Well, if you look, fool, he didn't have anything. Right. Then when you go out there and you get this type of player to go with him, now it looks great. You say the same thing about Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. He was messing around with Freddie Kitchens as his coach. Come on, man. Seriously. 
Like you expect for me to excel under that? Mm. This dude was the running back coach before he was the interim offensive coordinator, and then you kicked him up to the head coach. There was no way I was going to succeed. But then in comes uh, Kevin Stefanski in this offense from Minnesota. Ha, I got a new life now. Now I look like the guy that was worthy of the number number one overall pick in this system. Now if Cleveland and Kevin Stefanski – was selecting Baker Mayfield that year at quarterback, he wouldn't have been the number one overall pick because you don't need that style. You don't need to take a quarterback for that system with the number one overall pick in the style in which they like to play, which is run the ball, play defense, do all that. But the fact that I've inherited him and now he's showing me that he can continue to be the face of the franchise and lead the charge, he falls in line for a contract extension. This is the same for Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson gets uh, basically thrusted into the lineup after Joe Flacco fails, goes to the playoffs. Next year, torches the league, gets the MVP, goes to the playoffs. Third year, gets to the playoffs again with a lack of weapons on the offensive side of the ball. You now go out, you draft a receiver, you bring in free agents at receiver, you, you retool the skill positions, you get new coaches, so now you can extend his passing game as you get ready to pay him. So all three of those quarterbacks are going to get extensions, and it's not going to hurt their chances of winning a championship. So this notion that you can't pay Baker Mayfield while he's on uh, – uh, you can't pay Baker Mayfield because you can't sign other players – well, Kareem Hunt, OBJ, Landry, all of them going to get their money. Yeah. Chubb got Nick his Chubb, money. Chubb I mean, Chubb's going to get his money. Yeah. Kareem Hunt just got his deal, what he's worth. And then you gonna have, and then you just paid Miles Garrett. You brought in Jadavion Clowney. Clowney. You bring in Hill and Johnson on the back end. You're going to have to eventually get the Denzel Ward on the corner spot. And you, the, everybody will get paid. Hmm. And they'll probably fight to win a championship. So Steve Kimes is just – he's just kind of trying to protect himself. And I get it. I understand it. Because – Kyler Murray is certainly tied to Cliff Kingsbury, in my opinion. If they don't go as further this year, I could see Cliff Kingsbury getting fired. I really could. Wow. I really could. Because you brought in a guy that was just fired from Texas Tech. Right. And four years later, you're still in the same position. You were in, essentially, with Steve Wilkes, which means no playoffs and you lose. Steve Wilkes did the same thing. Okay, he didn't win eight games. But you didn't let you give him a chance to win eight games. But you gave Cliff Kingsbury a chance to win eight games. And you want eight games again next year and the year after and the year out? That's just the reality of it. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, it is presented by Progressive Insurance, protecting small businesses with specialized coverages for commercial vehicles. More at ProgressiveCommercial.com. The Milwaukee Bucks are in charge of this series now. Uh, we learned that last night. Chris Middleton. To the three-point line, to the free-throw line, fades to the right, shoots and hits again. A 20-point fourth quarter for Chris Middleton. Been on the floor with him, and um, all year long, he's been making big-time plays for us, man. Um, man, tonight he delivers like 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 no other, man. I think I don't know how many points he had in the fourth quarter. I know it was 20-something for sure. 20. 20 on the nose. He was smoking hot, man. It was crazy. Watch <laughs> Hey, P.J. Carlissimo, 
ESPN Radio, NBA analyst. He joins us via the Goodyear hotline. It is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. How you doing, PJ? I'm doing excellent, gentlemen. How are you? For early in the morning, I'm doing very well. Yeah. You guys are used to it. Uh, I love so, it. Coach, I P- love it. PJ, can hey, we get, can we get these refs to stand off the court, please? Oh, please. I don't want to jump on my guy, uh, I know, Sean I know. Wright, but boy. I know. He, he was out of bounds. It, it, just, it, it just feels but, like when you're but, watching a series and Trey Young is cooking the way he is, that it's just kind hey, of like what are the we energy talking about? of the playoffs. Every series. It's unbelievable. I, know. I mean, we do a, a health report before we do anything else. Uh, it, it's really too bad because there's so many good things happening in these series, but before we even get into the lineups, it's who's playing, who's not, and how'd the MRI go? Considering that, then, PJ, let me ask you ask you this. How do you think that sprained ankle with Trey Young, how has that changed the complexion of this series with Atlanta and Milwaukee? I think it changes it enormously unless he gets a lot better in 48 hours, and that's the negative to the conference finals. I mean, it's great you get to the conference finals, but all of a sudden it's every other day. So he's got less than 48 hours, and he, he can't be – 75%, you know, and come in and make some shots. Or something. He's got the ball in his hand. He creates for his teammates. And Bogey right now, Bogey's not in good shape. He looks like he can't play. He's out on the floor. He can't score for him. So I, I think it's really tough. But it's, it's this game. Uh, you know, as you know, Jay, Will, if they find a way to get this game, they're very much back in the series. If they don't know with, with what's left in Milwaukee but with the home court back and doubly back if they get game four, uh, I think they need a healthy or 90% Trey. He's got to play. He was so efficient last night. I thought it was one of his best games. He needs Lou Williams to come alive. When him and Gallinari have been good off the bench, they've been really tough. I love what John Collins is doing, but Bogey's not able to make shots right now, so he's going to need a lot of help, and I think that's going to be a tall order. Coach, when you look at it, how clutch is Middleton down the stretch for them? He's unbelievable. I mean, yeah, 20 points is ridiculous, but so, you know, they're down seven. Everybody forgets that because it becomes a one-sided game at the end and because uh, Trey's not, not healthy. They're down seven, uh, you know, in the middle of the fourth quarter, and he shoots. He's four for six from three. He gets 20 points, and he's had a knack throughout the playoffs. He hasn't had great games every night, but he's had a knack for making big shots and doing things in the fourth quarter, and he's in every category. You look at the playoff stats. I mean, you may, it's great about the playoffs. Nobody cares about the stats, but he's there in rebounding. He's in assists. He's in percentage. He's in minutes played. He's doing it night in and night out, and I'll tell you who's really happy, and he doesn't want him yet because he wants Bud to do well. He's going to be in Tokyo. Uh, he was in China last year. He's been really giving of his time, and him and Drew Holiday will be there with Pop in Tokyo. Uh, I love him. I don't think he gets enough credit. If I'm not mistaken, he didn't even play any All-Star game this year. Uh, he, he's a great player, and I think people are finally starting to realize that. Coach, speaking of another great player, how about what Chris Paul has done? Uh, obviously, coming back after 11 days off from COVID, uh, didn't look as sharp. I think we all expected that. But really started to find a rhythm there uh, in game four and really kind of put down his foot, him and Devin Booker overall, with how they play. 
put down his foot is a nice way of saying it. I mean, he controls the game and his personality. He reminds you of a LeBron, like where he just he takes control of the game. And you can see him getting on his teammates. You can see him making plays. Sometimes it's an assist. Sometimes he just comes up with a loose ball. And he's got that John Stockton. Remember Stock would go, he'd go 10, 12 minutes without taking a shot. And all of a sudden you'd get a five-point lead and you say, oh, we're, get, we're getting away right now. He'd just come dribbling down and knock a three down. He wouldn't even touch the rim. Chris kind of does what he needs to do. I agree with you. I think each day back, his shot is getting better and better. And I think, you know, should they advance, he's going to start knocking down shots the way we're used to seeing him do it. But his floor game alone is worth it for, for Monty and for those young players on the floor with him. Coach, let me ask you this. How, how should we view Chris Paul then uh, if they advance to the finals, considering what he's done, considering the way DeAndre Ayton has looked, uh, Devin Booker has taken his uh, game to another level. How should we view Chris Paul as Phoenix gets to the NBA Finals? I think you should view him as one of the one of the best point guards in the league in an awful long time. I mean, was he a superstar? Yeah, he's always been that. But this is what he hasn't done. I mean, now if, to win a conference finals, to perhaps win an NBA championship, and to be the difference he's been. I don't want to take anything away for this team that won their last eight games in the bubble last year, and we're certainly going to be a much improved team. But they weren't going to be what they've become with Chris Paul and the relationship he's got with Monty and vice versa. They've helped each other so much. But what Chris has done for his players, you reference that, that's the difference. Uh, DeAndre Ayton was going to be a good player eventually. That's been accelerated. Devin Booker has gone to another level. All their players are doing a good job. Jay Crowder uh, is also doing a heck of a job. But I'll tell you what, Chris Paul is one of those guys. There's a lot of great players in our league that really don't do anything for their teammates. By that I mean they don't really impact them. They get a lot of points. They help you win games. But they really don't help the other players develop. Chris Paul is one of those guys who genuinely makes his teammates better. Uh, that's unique. Uh, very few people have that talent, and Chris Paul has it as well as almost anybody in the league. PJ, I know you're a coach, and you don't like to look into the future like me as a player or a so-called expert in the NBA. Brian as well. You guys keep saying if and, and when and all those sort of things about the Suns. What I'm going to say is, when the Suns close it out and they meet the Bucks, which I think is going to be the NBA final, who will have the advantage? I want to lean toward Milwaukee a little bit because of experience. Now, they don't have finals experience. This will be the deepest they've gone if they get to the finals. But I like their versatility. I think they have a little bit more of an inside-outside. I think there's going to be more pressure on DeAndre Ayton, and he's done that. He's had no problem with it so far. And I also think that the Milwaukee backcourt, no one's going to stop Devin Booker and Chris Paul, but it's a very good defensive backcourt, and it's also long when you look at Chris Middleton. Um, so I, I think I'd give a slight advantage to the Bucks going in, but I think if that does end up being our NBA Finals key, I think it'll be a great, I mean, I'm hoping it's going to be a six or seven if it ends up those two going against each other. PJ, you let me make you the head coach of the Los Angeles Clippers. Thank you. How would that. you appreciate yes, it. Yes, yes. I'm putting a lot of money in your bank account, PJ, in your pocket. I'll do um, it for nothing. Yeah. How, how would you manage a lot of these talks that are coming out where we're watching these games and you're not seeing Kawhi Leonard on the bench with his teammates. You're seeing him in a box with his family watching the game. Is that a big deal to you? That, that seems different to me out of all the other players I've seen that have been injured. They've always been on their bench. 
not just kind of isolated in a box? Well, it's a perceptive question, Jay, because you started it by saying you're going to make me the coach. One of the reasons I'm not coaching is things just like this. I would not handle this very well at all, Jay. I don't know what's going on. It may be a situation where they need him with room and they're icing or he's got his leg up or something like that that he can't do on the bench. I've never seen that. Uh, you know, I, I, so it's surprising to me. Every time they show it up in the stands, Greeny had a great line the other night. He said, Kawhi goes nuts. He's not somebody that shows a lot of emotion during a game. Uh, I, would, I would not be good with it, but I should say you don't know anything that you're talking about. Why he's doing it, I'm hoping there's some medical reason and his teammates understand it. Uh, and the coaching staff understands it. Um, I would not be good. Uh, that's one of the reasons I'm with you guys here in the morning instead of coaching somewhere. He is our ESPN NBA analyst, P.J. Carlissimo. Thank you, P.J. Great being with you guys. Thank All you. Right, Coach. Absolutely. All right, PJ. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, it is brought to you by Straight Talk. Get 10 gigs of hotspot data for just 55 bucks a month. It is all on America's largest, most dependable network. Straight Talk Wireless, compatible device required. See straighttalk.com. Stay tuned for Luther Vandross here in a minute. (laughs) And the house is not a home. One weekend, Key, was someone actually dumb enough to get caught. To get caught. We're going to discuss that next on KJZ, ESPN Radio, and Sirius XM Channel 80. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Brian Custer in for Zubin. It is time for A to Z. Uh, You know, the Yankees GM, Brian Cashman, came out and gave full support uh, to his manager, Aaron Broon, and the coaching staff. Now, Cashman did say, and I'm quoting Key, quote, we suck right now, as bad as we can be, end quote. And really, for the third time this season, Cashman has given support to Aaron Boone. It's the third time this season that he's done this in the coaching staff. Uh, this was in, in front of Tuesday's game that they had uh, with the Angels at Yankee Stadium. Take a listen to Brian Cashman. This is not an Aaron Boone problem, and this is not a coaching staff problem. That's my opinion. I've said it before, um, and I'll say it again. This is not – they're doing what they need to do, uh, but we're not getting the results that we need, and and so uh, they've got my support. We're in this together, and uh, I'm not making any recommendations with any of these great people. Now, Yankees were on a four-game losing streak until last night. They get the 11-5 win over the Angels. Um, 
Listen, the Yankees are 41-38. and 38. They're fourth in the division. They're seven and a half games behind the Red Sox. And you know, Keith, that's always usually the dreaded vote of confidence when they, the owner or GM comes out and says, oh, you got my full support. It is like two weeks later. <laughs> yeah, it, it – uh... I hate to see it happen to my man Booney, but he might have got the kiss of death mm. right there and there. I'm just saying. That's just... Unless they can climb out of the hole. Right. I mean, they may be able to climb out. I mean, seven and a half games is not that many at this time at of the season. At this point in the season. At this point in the season. Right. It's just really not. The, the, the problem, I think, is the roster, though. I think when you look at the Yankees, that's the issue for them. And it just seems like they can't beat the Red Sox this season. Uh, at all. Um, so that's probably the bigger problem for them. Uh, how about this? Kawhi Leonard out for game six. Uh, the Clippers superstar. He's going to miss it. Of course, uh, with Phoenix with that night, that right knee sprain, the team officially has listed him out. Uh, Zubak, he was out for game five. He is listed as questionable with the right knee MCL sprain. Now, Leonard's been out since suffering that knee injury in Game 4 of the Clippers' second-round series with the Jazz. Game 6 is tonight, 9 Eastern, here on ESPN. ESPN Radio coverage starts on ESPN Radio. And I think, Jay, this question is uh, is for you. What do you make of the Kawhi injuries? I'm starting to get a little bit concerned because Kawhi has them in a stranglehold. Right? for Kawhi, it seems like, it feels like for a guy that doesn't really say a lot, that there's a lot that comes with Kawhi. And I guess that's a question that the Clippers organization will need to ask themselves. This lack of communication, is a report out there that's true about Kawhi and their medical staff? Are they on the same page? Um, and I, I know Key and I got into this a little bit the other day, and I know NBA guys get hurt. It's just rare for me when I'm in the Staples Center to see a guy who has an injury not be somewhere in the vicinity around the team. I'm not saying you have to be right on the bench, but are you two rows behind the bench? Are you, are you courtside on that point where they meet at a 90-degree angle? Are you, are you sitting somewhere close to be with your team? The fact that he's in the box, it's just peculiar to me. I don't really understand it. So I guess that's the question. You know, if you're the Clippers organization, you're like, hey, we're seeing what Paul George is doing. We're seeing guys like Terrence Mann step up. We, and I know Kawhi is the missing link. He's one of the most talented players we have on the earth. But when you start looking at some of these other issues, is that worth having, dealing with, as you manage the process with the Clippers organization? It's a legit question you have to ask yourself. But in that, in that, you knew it when you signed him up. You knew that. I mean, all those stories came out from Toronto. You know, I want the private jet service. He lives in San Diego. Ain't like he living in L.A., so he commuting from San Diego. That was why Montrez Harrell is not with the Clippers anymore because he was mad that Kawhi can report. Make, a lot of times made the team bus late because he would get there when he wanted to get there. He practiced when he wanted to practice. But you knew that when you signed him. That's why you, you- did, though, Brian. But it, there's something about knowing it coming in and then actually witnessing it for itself, for yourself. You know what I mean? It's like, have you ever – uh, not to give like an analogy, but like, hey, like back in the day when you're younger, like, I want, I want to date somebody, and you're like, I want to date her, and you're like, oh, well, hey, here's what her comes with, but you're like, you know what, it's not going to happen to me, and then you get her, and you're like, whoa, whoa, this is different. 
I see it now firsthand. Like that's what the scenario kind of feels like to me a little bit. You know, you know what Key said. Key said, "Why laughing?" Key said, "That never happened to me. Though. I never had that problem." <laughs> <laughs> Go but ahead, player. But um, what's the problem with Kawhi, Jay? I don't, what's what's the issue? Uh, you say you don't know if you want that. Like, what's the issue? Like, how do you not want a top five player in the league? I, I don't because he decides that he wants to deal with his own medical staff? If, if in fact, that is the truth, okay, he's going to deal with his own medical staff. The man hurt his But we knee. don't know what the truth is, Key. But I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm assuming that that's well, the that's truth. Not, Let's assume well, we that. we can't assume because no, we, I'm we going, don't know. No, I'm going to assume that. Let me assume that. Not you, me. That he wants to deal with his own medical staff. Okay, he can deal with his own medical staff. Let's assume that he doesn't want to stand on the sideline because he doesn't want somebody falling into him or whatever the case is. Okay, go sit in your box. What's the problem? Me being on the sideline becomes an extra distraction. I'm not helping How does that become a distraction with you because, on the sideline? Because I don't communicate with you and my teammates anyway. So why am I on the sideline as an extra That's a problem, though. It's That's a problem, though, Keith. Why is it a problem? Why, why is it a problem if, if, if you knew me coming in when you signed me that I don't communicate with my teammates like that? Like I'm not a person that uses my voice. People that stand on the sidelines and, 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 and when they're not playing are typically rah-rah guys that, oh, come on, man, let's go. Yeah. You know, uh, that's not Kawhi. That's not, that's not his it, personality. But, Key, it's not just the sidelines. It's the reports that – his uncle, you know, they're not yeah, sure about the, the medical but, but, staff. But, There's but you know the uncle, uncle Dennis is something else. You are. <laughs> and I know, and I, I know that your personality, your personality key, like you're okay with things like that. My personality, looking at it from how does that ultimately affect the team? Like when you have guys like Montrezl Harrell being like, hey, I, I don't know if I want to rock with this. And you have younger guys in your team that are seeing your older guy lead that I'm way. Montrell, does that set the right organization I'm Montrez, I'm for your team? Kawhi. Does that set the right tone? I'm not Kawhi. I'm not getting a private jet. I'm not having two lockers. You gotta come to grips I, I mean, with it, who it, it you are. It leads to a question: If you're the Clippers, it makes me wonder: Is that who we want to lead our team? We may have oh, thought man, we knew absolutely. what that was from the outside looking man, in. Please, we'll take okay, him. Okay, that's fine. We'll take him. That's well, a legit question. We'll find out this summer because he can obviously opt out of that deal. Uh, much more on the latest injury to an NBA superstar, the two-time MVP. That is next. It is KJZ, ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's Demon Time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. 
With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepix.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com morning, code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Brian Custer in for Zubin. It is time for A to Z. Uh, you know, the Yankees GM, Brian Cashman, came out gave full support uh, to his manager, Aaron Brune, and the coaching staff. Now, Cashman did say, and I'm quoting Key, quote, we suck right now. As bad as we can be, end quote. And really, for the third time this season, Cashman has given support to Aaron Boone. It's the third time this season that he's done this in the coaching staff. Uh, this was in, in front of Tuesday's game that they had uh, with the Angels at Yankee Stadium. Take a listen to Brian Cashman. This is not an Aaron Boone problem, and this is not a coaching staff problem. That's my opinion. I've said it before, um, and I'll say it again. This is not – they're doing what they need to do. Uh, but we're not getting the results that we need, and, and so uh, they've got my support. We're in this together, and uh, I'm not making any recommendations with any of these three people. Now, Yankees were on a four-game losing streak until last night. They get the 11-5 win over the Angels. Um, listen, the Yankees are 41-38. and They're fourth in the division. They're seven and a half games behind the Red Sox. And you know, Keith, that's always usually the dreaded vote of confidence when they, the owner or GM comes out and says, oh, you got my full support. It is like two weeks later. <laughs> yeah, it. It. Uh, I hate to see it happen to my man Booney, but he might have got the kiss of death mm. right there and there. I'm just saying. That's just, Unless they can climb out of the hole. Right. I mean, they may be able to climb out. I mean, seven and a half games is not that many at this time at of the season. At this point in the at season. At this point in the season. Right. It's just really not. The, the, the problem, I think, is the roster, though. I think when you look at the Yankees, that's the issue for them. And it just seems like they can't beat the Red Sox this season uh, at all. Um, so that's probably the bigger problem for them. Uh, how about this? Kawhi Leonard, out for game six. Uh, the Clippers superstar, he's going to miss it. Of course, uh, with Phoenix with that night, that right knee sprain, the team officially has listed him out. Uh, Zubak. He was out for game five. He is listed as questionable with the right knee MCL sprain. Now, Leonard's been out since suffering that knee injury in game four of the Clippers' second-round series with the Jazz. Game six is tonight, 9 Eastern, here on ESPN. ESPN Radio coverage starts on ESPN Radio. And I think, Jay, this question is, uh, is for you. What do you make of the Kawhi injuries? I, I... I'm starting to get a little bit concerned because Kawhi has them in a the stranglehold. Right? It, for Kawhi, it seems like, it feels like for a guy that doesn't really say a lot 
that there's a lot that comes with Kawhi. And I guess that's a question that the Clippers organization will need to ask themselves. This lack of communication, is a report out there that's true about Kawhi and their medical staff? Are they on the same page? Um, and I, I know Key and I got into this a little bit the other day, and I know NBA guys get hurt. It's just rare for me when I'm in the Staples Center to see a guy who has an injury not be somewhere in a vicinity around the team. I'm not saying you have to be right on the bench, but are you two rows behind the bench? Are you, are you courtside on that point where they meet at a 90-degree angle? Are you, are you sitting somewhere close to be with your team? The fact that he's in the box, it's just peculiar to me. I don't really understand it. So I guess that's the question. You know, if you're the Clippers organization, you're like, hey, we're seeing what Paul George is doing. We're seeing guys like Terrence Mann step up. We, and I know Kawhi is the missing link. He's one of the most talented players we have on the earth. But when you start looking at some of these other issues, is that worth having, dealing with as you manage the process with the Clippers organization? It's a legit question you have to ask yourself. But isn't that, isn't that you knew it when you signed him up? You knew that. I mean, all those stories came out from Toronto. You know, I want the private jet service. He lives in San Diego. Ain't like he living in L.A., so he commuting from San Diego. That was why Montrez Harrell is not with the Clippers anymore because he was mad that – Kawhi can report, make, a lot of times made the team bus late because he would get there when he wanted to get there. He practiced when he wanted to practice. But you knew that when you signed him. That's why you, you did, though, Brian. But it, there's something about knowing it coming in and then actually witnessing it for, itself, for yourself. You know what I mean? It's like, have you ever, uh, not to give like an analogy, but like, hey, like back in the day when you're younger, like, I, want, I want to date somebody. And you're like, I want to date her. And you're like, oh, well, hey, here's what her comes with. But you're like, you know what? It's not going to happen to me. And then you get her, you're like, whoa, whoa, this is different. I see it now firsthand. Like, that's what the scenario kind of feels like to me a little bit. You know, you know what Keith said? Keith said, Why laughing? Keith said, that never happened to me, though. I never had that problem. <laughs> <laughs> Go but ahead, player. But um, what's the problem with Kawhi, Jay? What's, what's the issue? You say – you don't know if you want that. Like, what's the issue? Like, how do you not want a top five player in the league? I, I don't because he decides that he wants to deal with his own medical staff. If, if in fact, that is the truth, okay, he's going to deal with his own medical staff. The man hurt his knee. But we knee. don't know what the truth is, Key. But I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm assuming that that's well, the that's truth. Not, Let's assume well, we that. we can't assume because no, we, I'm we going, don't know. I, I'm going to assume that. Let me assume that. Not you, me. That he wants to deal with his own medical staff. Okay, he can deal with his own medical staff. Let's assume that he doesn't want to stand on the sideline because he doesn't want somebody falling into him or whatever the case is. Okay, go sit in your box. What's the problem? Me being on the sideline becomes an extra distraction. I'm not helping How does that become a distraction with you because, on the sideline? Because I don't communicate with you and my teammates anyway. So why am I on the sideline as an extra That's a problem, though. It's That's a not, problem, though, Key. Wh- why is it a problem? Why, why well, is it a problem if, if, if you knew me coming in when you signed me that I don't communicate with my teammates like that? Like I'm not a person that uses my voice. People that stand on the sidelines and, 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 and when they're not playing are typically rah-rah guys that, oh, come on, man, let's go, yeah. you know uh, – that's not Kawhi. 
That's not that's not his it, personality. But key, it's not just the sidelines. It's the reports that his uncle. You know, they're not yeah, sure about the medical but, staff. But, but, but you know, the uncle Uncle Dennis is something else. <laughs> you know, right. And I know, and I, I know that your personality, your personality key, like you're okay with things like that. My personality, looking at it from how does that ultimately affect the team? Like when you have guys like Montrez Harrell being like, hey, I, I don't know if I want to rock with this. And you have younger guys in your team that are seeing your older guy lead that I'm way. Montrez, does that set the right I, organization I'm Montrez, for I'm your not team? Kawhi. Does that set the right tone? I'm not Kawhi. I'm not getting a private jet. I'm not having two lockers. You gotta come to grips I, I mean, with it, who it you are. It leads to a question: If you're the Clippers, it makes me wonder: Is that who we want to lead our team? We may have oh, thought man, we knew absolutely. what that was from the outside looking man, in. Please, we'll take okay, it. That's fine. We'll take it. That's well, a legit question. We'll find out this summer because he can obviously opt out of that deal. Uh, much more on the latest injury to an NBA superstar, the two-time MVP. That is next. It is KJZ, ESPN Radio, and Sirius XM. Channel 8. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.